um, tingling and I had fatigue and um, I was um, restless, um, agitated um, and all of that and uh, yeah, it wasn't in a good way which was just quite disappointing really. <laughs> I do like a good tingle sometimes. Well, there you are. So, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. What was that going? Where's this going? Where's this going? Um, I'm a good way. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, when she said tingling and fatigue, I was like, it's a sex joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Hello, Lou. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Rachel, aka Rockaroonie Hoonie. Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Bear, a place to feel good about yourself, the world, and your place in it. And I am here with my good, good friends, Lindsay Bard. Hiya. Hiya. What, I'm, what am I saying your surname for? I don't know. Everyone's going to come what? find you now. <laughs> yeah. With, <laughs> with, with, with Ness. Hello. Salut. <laughs> Salut. With Lou. All right. And with Jenny. It's me. It's you. It's me. This week, and we are really off the wall this week. It's we because we're all back together. It's been a while since we've done it. The band's back together. The band is back together. It's been a while. It's been a while. The toxic tornadoes <laughs> are back together. <laughs> Tornadoes. 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 I prefer Tornadoes. that word. Tornadoes. Tornadoes. Oh, it's oh, better. Oh, 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 ever um, right anyway we are talking this week you wouldn't believe it we are talking this week about withdrawal and not the sex method no <laughs> oh my god because that doesn't work that does not work no that, no. that is not a um, approved no <laughs> we're not talking about that. we're talking about withdrawal and um the, the main reason we're talking about it is because I had a really horrid experience this week. And so um, we've discussed it, haven't we? And actually, I'm not the only person this has happened to. No, 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 no. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, and so we thought we'd talk about it. Now, obviously, we know about um, alcohol, alcohol addiction, what happens when you go through withdrawal from being addicted to alcohol. The same with um, certain specified illegal um, drugs. Um, but I'm talking about a prescribed medication from the doctor that I ordered on the 22nd of March on my NHS app, knowing that it usually takes three working days for it to be at the chemist. I get a lovely little text message to go, your prescription is ready. I'll go, thank you very much. And I go and get it. And then I can take my tablets. So I ordered my medication. There was two different ones. I ordered my pain medication and my happy pills for my um, depression and all the other things that go on in my head. Um, voices. The other voices. <laughs> actually, don't say that. I actually have heard voices. I want to actually talk about that in one episode. Oh I have heard recently, and I'm not sure if it's a stress thing, this is a completely different subject. I actually have heard people talking to me whilst I've been lying in bed. Gosh. And it's really loud in my ear. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and it's only just like me and the dogs in the room. Okay. Yeah, we that's another subject. That. Yeah. We need to talk. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure whether to talk to the doctor about it or I might just get like carted off somewhere. Um, so, I wanted to talk about. That. So yeah, I ordered these drugs. So one's a painkiller and one is my antidepressant. And um, 22nd of March, I ordered it. And then I realized on Saturday when I took my last one that oh. I hadn't had the text message to go and collect them. So I'm like, oh shit. Oh, so I wrong? thought it'll be okay because Monday I'll get the text message and I'll just go and get it on Monday. Yeah. I'll be absolutely fine. Monday came, no text message. And there's no point in finding the doctors on a Monday because you can never get through, especially no, with, at the moment with my, our doctors is just a nightmare. So I had to wait. So that was Sunday night without tablet, uh, Monday night without a tablet. Tuesday, I phoned the doctors like, uh, I really need my medication because I ordered them on the 22nd. You haven't had them, what have you. Um, I've, I've looked on the app and it says that the doctor hasn't even signed them off. Mm. So um, what's going on? And I wondered if it's because I should have had a medication review, which I had arranged for with the doctor. The doctor did phone me and um, 
I think I was elsewhere at the time. I mean, I was in the house, but I just put my phone down and it's always on silent, so I'd missed the call. Yeah. He left a message to say, I'll phone back. Okay, that's And then he didn't phone didn't back. back. So I wasn't sure if it was something to do with that, possibly that I needed the review before he could prescribe. And I thought, maybe that's the reason why. So anyway, I phoned and she said, oh, I'm really, really sorry, the receptionist. Um, I'm going to um, get them done for you now. They'll be ready after five at the pharmacy. Okay. This is Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, I said, thank you very much. So Tuesday at five, I went to the pharmacy. There's a bag there waiting for me. Thank you very much. Picked up the bag, got home, put the bag down. Didn't think anything of it until I got that night to take my tablets. I always take them at night time. Okay. Just because I take them all together. That's the one time of day I don't forget to take my tablets. In the morning, I always forget, so I take them at night. Mm. So I went to take my tablets. The antidepressants weren't in the bag. Only the painkillers that they prescribed. So I've already got the painkillers. I actually don't run out of those for another couple of days yet. So I'm like, oh my god. So that's then, and I, by this time, I was actually starting to get symptomatic, although I didn't actually realise it at the time. Mm-hmm. But I started getting very um, irritable, yeah. Yeah. paranoid, agitated. Yeah. I then couldn't sleep that night because mm. my I was trembling. Mm. You only get tremors in your hands. Yes. And, yeah and thoughts racing and yes. just not able to actually be able to switch my brain off and to get to that sleep state not able to do it absolute nightmare so i then phoned again on the wednesday managed to finally get hold of somebody i think about 11 in the morning um and she said um she actually told me off because i was very sharp with her about it i was like well if you do your job properly i wouldn't be on the phone to you in the first place but there you go that's a different story um she said, all right, they'll be ready by four. So four o'clock came and I was like, right, I'm going to the chemist. And Sammy goes, it's all right, my husband, I'll go and get them. Mm-hmm. So he went to the chemist, unbeknown to me, he went into the chemist to get the drugs. Oh, we haven't got any in stock. No. How long, you know, can you wait a couple of days? No, we really, really, really can't. Yeah. So the chemist then, bless them, phoned around to find the nearest chemist that had them in stock. And so they actually then printed out my prescription, gave them to Simon. Mm-hmm. And and, wow. and he went and got them from that other That's chemist, good. which was well, very yeah, good. Absolutely. Very good them, yeah. By this stage, I'd got diarrhea, I'd got mm. stomach cramps, I was sweating. Um, you. Oh, what else was you, happening? You, crying. crying. Oh my god! Yeah, I was the crying. crying yeah. at the drop of a hat. Uh, and we had. I, I took. I took one at half past four, yeah. hoping that it would actually start going to go into my system because I had rehearsal oh, that, no. that night. Oh, well, no. I went to rehearsal. Cried in the car. Mm. Cried when we got to rehearsal. Cried once more at rehearsal. Yeah. Mm. And I was wearing my wrong. I, I didn't realise we, we were dancing. I thought we were singing. So I had my Dr. Martins on. Well, you can't dance in Dr. Martins. No, boots. very flat. Mm. So I didn't do the rehearsal. So I just sat at this table feeling very sorry for myself. Yeah. Not wanting to talk to anybody. And I have to say, a couple of people came walking towards me and I just looked yeah, at them yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. they knew straight away not yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then there was a couple that were concerned and they came over to check that you were okay. And, they, they, and yeah. one, bless them. And honestly, Deb, if you're listening, I love you so much. She came up to me and she went, do you want a hug? I went, I absolutely do not want to hug. And she went, oh, does it make it worse? I said, absolutely, it makes it 10 times worse. Please do not hug me. Yeah. And she went, can I just give you um, a, a, what did she say? Like a, a high five or a fist bump? No, it's a high five, but it was the way she phrased it. So she, do, you, do you want a happy high five or something like that? Or a yeah. comforting high five? And I said, I will take that. Yeah. So she high five. And I did chuckle a little bit at her then, which was great. Um, so yeah, so uh, she was really good. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, Charlie has brought goodies for his mommy. Sorry, on the work. That's okay, my sweetheart. I said sorry to interrupt. Oh, oh. no problem, Charlie. You're allowed to interrupt whenever you want. Daddy said I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better Fair listen enough. to Daddy rather than Auntie Rachel because Auntie Rachel knows nothing. <laughs> <laughs> bye, baby. Bye. 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 <laughs> He's such a good God, the most gorgeous <laughs> child on the planet. <laughs> he brought me cake. <laughs> so yeah, so I am. Um, oh, so I was I was horrible really. Do it. So I did send I sent a message to the um, ninety five group to say I am very apologise apologetic for being so grumpy. This is the situation. Um, funnily enough, I don't think I've got any comments or anything on it. You you, I think you and one other person. And I just thought, oh, obviously it went down like a flipping lead balloon that then, didn't it? Well, well, tough. Can't help it. It wasn't my fault. And I'm <coughs> apologising for something I can't control. 
Is there still a case that it's not actually people aren't happy to talk about it? Still, I don't know what it is. I think um, it might still be in there. there. I think mm, I think yeah. stigma mm-hmm. is a massive thing to play. I think a lot of people still judge others because I think a lot of people who have been, if they haven't been through it, they don't understand it. They have no idea. No. And I th- I think because I certainly was like it before I developed it, thinking that it's only a certain type of person mm. can get depression or what have you and it's usually um, a gobshite that likes all the attention Mm. and feels sorry for me and plays the victim and I certainly never used to be I wouldn't say I'm not like it now but I think that partly my illness has made me focus and and yeah Yeah. and it has led into maybe being a bit more like that I mean I'm hopefully I'm not too much like it but I do (laughs) I do do hyper fixate on my illnesses now definitely I can't help it okay it's all I think about yeah well, that's because it's um, a hurdle you have to get over every single day. Every single day, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's... And because I've got so many of the illnesses, <clears throat> every single day is a different combination Absolutely. of symptoms. So it's like a whole new illness every single day. It becomes a focus of your life. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, so what, what, gonna, what joys am I going to get today? I've been very fortunate in the fact that in my six years in which I've been medicated for general anxiety disorder and the, the bingo card of mental health disorders... Yeah. Um, I've only experienced withdrawal once. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's been very recently. I'm tapering off meds so that we can get better control of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit too quick. Um, would probably see about stopping one, not all, at the same time. Because mm-hmm. halving your amitriptyline and sertraline at the same time is kind hey. of like a thing. Yeah, that's brave. That was, it was fun. It was so much oh, fun. Um, yeah, so uh, it... It was weird because I have never experienced pins and needles in my face before. Oh, yeah. Para- is that paresthesia? Para- paras- yeah, paresthesia. Is, yeah. Mm. Um, that was, I was sat around the table playing D&D and I was just like, I'm not okay. Like, it felt... Mm. Oh, is that it? Because yeah, I can see you kept touching your face. Oh, it triggered my health anxiety a little bit because I had sure. to... I was like, oh my God, here we go. I'm having a stroke. Yeah, yeah. So I stuck my tongue out. <laughs> so I spent a large portion of that session with my tongue out. I was like, if it's out in the centre, I'm not having a stroke. If it's going to one side, then I am. Do you know what? I wouldn't wow. even thought of that. That's yeah. yeah. But isn't it amazing how your brain makes you think that yeah. things yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was me trying to shut up the maladaptive part of my brain at that point. Yeah, that's good. Because okay. I hadn't got a point of reference. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that I was going. I was having, you know, impaired cognition and foggy-headed and stuff. But mm. whether or not that's withdrawal or whether or not that was a fibro thing, I yeah. was just like, yeah, I can't tell the difference. Mm. To be honest, but yeah. yeah, it was, it was weird. Got a bit. Very, yeah. very weird. I mean, one of my <clears throat> fibro things is that I do occasionally get um, pins and needles in my scalp. But it's never been okay. in my face. Okay. okay. See, mine's definitely hands, feet. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I get bum. Bum. Bum is weird. <laughs> bum is weird. Yeah. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there was those. Um, low mood. Very, very difficult to kind of control. Mm-hmm. Any like put any mask there. There's no. There's no masking. Yeah. Mm. Um, with amitriptyline, you get flu-like symptoms if you come off it too quick mm-hmm. so that's been that's been Joy fun to kind of yeah. deal with obviously yeah. we've had a lot going on anyway with charlie having chicken pox and and everything else so kind of trying to be like <laughs> yeah. any type of functional yeah it's been fun and yeah. one thing i didn't appreciate <clears throat> i'm not crying you're I've not got crying. a frog yeah. in my throat <laughs> i've got a frog in my throat from yeah. the last episode it jumped in there <laughs> that's why you can probably hear me sucking on a soother um, definitely a I'm, soother de- just I'm, so. I'm, sorry, I'm glad you said soother <laughs> <clears throat> yeah so um, <laughs> one of the things i forgot completely about is how much um serotonin because i'm also on search well, was on sertraline uh moves moves and controls your temperature mm-hmm so it's one of those thermoregulating chemicals. Oh, okay. So um, I get hotter way more than... Oh, my God. I can't believe the heat, the hot. I thought it was menopause and just menopause. Yeah, yeah. But then the menopause, all the other symptoms of menopause stopped a few years ago, and I'm still okay. getting occasional hot flushes. And yeah. I'm thinking, come on! Mm-hmm. And, and if I take a sip of alcohol... Yeah. That's it, the hot flush, it triggers a flush. You have a histamine response. Oh my to the alcohol. Yeah, I do. Do you really? To the point where it's, and I did as a child, you did. not that I drank a lot of alcohol. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's all oh, coming no, out now. We, li- we lived in Germany, it was a big thing. At children Christmas. had to sleep. What, alcoholic so children? <laughs> no, 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 no. October 1st. 
but no, Christmas, special events at Christmas and Easter when we sat down and had like the big meals and what yeah, have you, yeah. we'd have a glass, you know, oh, a we mini. We kids on Aussie to France yeah, and do that regularly. Mini glass yeah. of wine, you know. Um, and I can remember, like, I would have like a full blown body histamine mm. reaction. Yeah. Um, mm. And it, I drank through it <clears throat> as an adult, not as a child. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get that reaction anymore, but I do now. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, that's weird. Isn't it? I know I came off Tramadol. Um, a few years ago because <coughs> I was told tra- well I wasn't told it was actually on the news that tramadol was only really effective for about three months worth of taking it mm. and this is after me being on it for eight years and the doctor had never said anything uh-huh. wow. and so yeah I went to a pain, pain clinic and I said look I don't want to be taking something that I don't need to be taking yeah. apart from the fact the only place I could go for pain relief after that was oromorph and fentanyl patches and I did mm-hmm. not want to go down because I'd had oromorph when I broke my ribs and oh yeah. Oh boy, I could quite happily take that for the rest of my days. It oh. makes your tongue really nice and tingly. Well, it makes Bilbo smell like a rabbit hutch, apparently. <laughs> That's what I was talking to the kids. The kids thought it was great when I was on it. I was stoned off my tears. <laughs> oh, God, it was a nightmare. It wasn't. It was great. I thought, oh, yeah. I can see how you can become addicted Absolutely. to drugs. Though. It's a bit scary because it, yeah. it was lovely. I had yeah. all off after C-section. Right, yeah, yeah. Which was, it was like, here's a child, you can't walk. <laughs> oh you, you can't walk, you've yeah. got a catheter in. Yeah. Here's a child, yeah. and here's some more of them. <laughs> 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 what is going on? <laughs> um, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but when I actually, funny enough, coming off Tramadol, um, I found that the, the um, my saliva, we were talking about this earlier, my saliva had started reproducing because when I first went onto it, I stopped producing saliva and I had to have a, a spray, which is why are you laughing? <laughs> I was laughing at Jenny still. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> C-section, you can't walk. Here's a catheter. Here's a baby. Here's a baby. <laughs> when she had a hysterectomy oh. on the morphine yeah, when it went into the uh, the hospital you're like right, mum yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's so funny <laughs> so, and so, we shouldn't la- well no we should laugh yeah, at you yeah, sorry no, it's oh, funny, funny. Yeah. You, no, yeah then he's not these situations are not to be taken seriously otherwise no. it's just too depressing yeah um I so I yeah I, so I came off it and of course I started like what did you call it gleeking gleeking yeah so I thought it's like it's like a snake thing <laughs> it's like, I just all of a sudden like randomly a cobra. it's yeah. like yeah, yeah it is it's like yeah, yeah. yawn or something and my tongue just moves upwards all of a sudden there's a spout of saliva <laughs> I think as a child I thought I was actually turning into like part reptile or something <laughs> not everyone can gleek I'm actually trying to oh, find I'm super them. special <laughs> Exactly a party trick. Look <laughs> <laughs> what I can do. Clean your face, Kobe. Oh God, yeah. can you imagine? Oh, shit. Oh no. You can't say something. I've had a baby. You can't make me laugh like that. Ten ladies. There is actually a wiki how on how to make yourself gleek. Over at Lindsay, 
and I knew that we'd had the same thought at the same time and we broke simultaneously. <laughs> I am really thankful that when oh I break, God. I laugh silently. <laughs> I Rachel so wish I, I did. <laughs> I am like, got, 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 what is it? You know, McBoaty McBoat face. I'm gobshite, McGobshite, definitely. <laughs> Where has Jenny gone? She's got to go pee. <laughs> she had to pee. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, back onto topic. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah. symptoms. So I, I came off the tramadol and I'm starting to function normally, let's say, again. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just on the idea of you think that's functioning normally. Well, <laughs> for me. <laughs> but 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 I also know because of the way I reacted that actually I cannot come off. Venlafaxin. Okay. Oh. Not a chance. I, hate, I, <laughs> I think we need more. They, than they, a few put, they put me on on it after I tried to because I, I I tried suicide. Um, <laughs> I, attempt, I attempted suicide. I tried suicide. I don't know what you want to say. And um, so they put me on a few different kind of um, antidepressants that didn't work. Venlafaxin seemed, excuse me, to be the one that really did have a good effect on me. So I was on it for a long time, and then thought, mm, I feel okay. I'm going to come off it. Nightmare oh, coming off no, it. No, yeah. No, no. Serious withdrawal. Anyway, coming off it. It was hard. But I was determined to do it, and I did it. I came off it, and after about three months, I crashed again. Yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah. so I don't think I'm ever going to be coming off it again. I no. don't. I, I think I don't want to get like that again, yeah, and especially okay. because it's not just mine's rather than actual um, planning on killing myself. Mine is more suicidal ideation, mm-hmm. and I do, and I really just get very excited about the idea of how I can die. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it, I, I talk to people about it, and when I'm going through it, and I was t- when I was a midwife, I was talking to my boss about it, and I, it to me it felt perfectly normal, normal. And, yeah. and correct to be talking about this. And she was like the most scared look. I think we need to go to occupational health right hey. now. <laughs> she was really scared. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that that's uh, that's that's that with that's what's happened with me with that, but. And we've said about medication, mm-hmm. but medication's not just the only thing. Um, I willfully came off sugar, because um, mm. sugar is also another addictive substance, and I came off that for, to raise money for Alzheimer's. And so I gave it up for a month. Uh, it was November, not last year, the year before, and I did a full month of no sugar. That's impressive. It was. And for the yeah. first two days, I had a stinking headache. Mm-hmm. It was hot, not the ple- most pleasant, but I knew it was coming, so just went with it. Mm-hmm. And after that, actually, I think I think I was okay. I don't think I actually really struggled too much. Um, and I noticed that my appetite decreased. Mm-hmm. My pain levels decreased. Um, yeah, and I wasn't eating as big a portion. I certainly yeah. didn't crave sugar. Which was really weird. I thought I would be craving it, but after I think after I've got rid of those headaches, which is possibly the the craving because you know that if you actually eat sugar, the, that headache will yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. So but the fact that I didn't have that and I just got went through it because I knew what, what my body was going to be doing. I actually I coped really well. I was really proud of myself. I don't. I'm not sure I could do it again necessarily, hmm. um, but I was really really proud of myself. And it just shows actually how addictive that stuff is. It's, it's hideously addictive. Yeah. yeah. Um, I knew I, I knew a person who um, stopped taking sugar, and he mm. managed to do it for for quite a long time. It mm. Became quite a lifestyle. Mm. Um, and yeah, he was saying it makes you feel better. You feel more really healthy. Did, yeah. you don't miss it. No. Um, yeah, your appetite is better. Um, trouble is, avoiding sugar is a pain because you've got to look it's at everything. So it is bread. Yeah. Yeah, sugar is in everything. It is so difficult to give it up. Yeah, because like you say, it is in so many different things. See, for me, I don't, I don't have any withdrawal experiences. Sorry, I'm just down to fizzy drinks. I'm a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hiding my burps as well at the minute. It's more of a hiccup thing. I'm oh, not okay. a fish. You're not a fish. Oh yes, that is um, <laughs> a latest thing that one of our friends has come up with. Works. Oh yes, it, it works. It works. Yes. yes, it works. So what do you do? If you, you just you just turn around if you've got hiccups and you just turn around and you go, I'm not a fish, and apparently like resets. I think that's a load of baloney. Uh, well, hello. <laughs> I'm not hiccuping Who's looking now. Very I was. No, I'm not. That's what I was. I wasn't burping. I was hiccuping. Anyway, um, um, <laughs> I have to try myself then. So I've never had medicational 
withdrawal. I have had it from food. I always try uh, for Lent to give something up. Mm. Yeah. Um, though not, I'm not massively religious. I do like, you know, I, I am, I do have my faith and what have you. Lent is one of those things I always try and do. Mm. Um, You're very good. Ever, ever since I've known you, you've done yeah. Lent, yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily say I've, I've completed it. I always try. Yeah. Um, this year, I decided to give up crisps. You've done crisps before. I, I have done crisps before. Yeah. But I'd noticed recently that if I like, because I I'm not one for like normal crisps. Mm. I like things like what's it? Oh, oh, I love what's Monster this? Munch, Skips, oh. you know, all those kind of things. Maze, bacon rashers. Maze crisps. Yeah, exactly. Bacon Chips rashers. Oh. You know, all those, I love those yeah. kind of base crisps. All the shit crisps. Yes. Yeah, but what I them. have noticed is I can't just have one bag. I have to have at least two. Mm. So I was like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up crisps for Lent again and see if I can get through I've, I found a way of actually not doing that. If you actually, instead of buying the multi bag, you just buy the family bag, so it's only one bag of crisps. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I was like, it's crisps. It's fine. I like my crisps, but you know, I don't I, I don't need that many crisps, surely. Mm. Oh my god, it's been so hard. Uh, the original thing that I said I was gonna instigate was I was gonna allow myself to have um plain tortilla <coughs> tortilla chips. Okay. You know, like Doritos. Yeah. But yeah. not Doritos, just the plain just ones. The plain the ones yeah. You often sometimes get in in yeah. some cafes and restaurants. Yeah. Like, and we're gonna have them with dips kind of thing. I could if them. I wanted okay. to, but uh, they weren't allowed to be flavoured because they're technically corn, they're not potatoes. That's right. They're yeah. chips, they're not yeah. crisps. That was my thing, but Excellent I was like, with chili. Oh I know, mm. I love dipping it in chili. Mm. Oh my god, so good. Um what I what I was like, right, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna try and not have the tortilla chips. You know, if I if I can not have them, then great. But if I yeah. really feel like I need them for yeah. something else, okay. I did not realise how much I was gonna miss having something a little bit savoury, a little bit salty and crunchy. Mm. It's really hard to explain it. But that texture and the and the, the savouriness <coughs> of it, so it's like oh, it's fine, crunchy. I could have like a Kit Kat or something. But no, I wanted the salt. I wanted the savouriness of the crisps. And I've literally been there going. And I'm also one of those people that when I do Lent, I do it from Ash Wednesday all the way up to Easter Sunday. Technically, you are supposed to be able to break your Lent on Good Friday. So I could, in theory, if I wanted to have crisps today. Mm. Um, but my brain has always been, no, I'm going to do it from this all the way to Easter Sunday. Yeah. Then I'll, yeah. And I, I've i been like, I really want crisps. I really want crisps. I nearly bought a bag the other mm. day. In a, mm. They got the um, What's It Flaming Hot Crunchies. So they're mm. like, um, I think they're like chipsticks or uh, like the American Cheetos. Um, but they're the flaming hot. What's it? I love the flaming hot ones. I picked them up. I was walking around the shop, and it was only when I got to the till I went, I can't no, have these. No. So I put them back. Well and done. I, and I was really good. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. I bet it was. Um, but I put them back, and um, I have managed, with the exception, I think, of maybe three or four times I've had some tortilla chips. Okay. I've managed to go through the whole of it. I only have to wait till Sunday. Sunday comes, Sunday then I'm going to, everyone's going to be having Easter eggs. I'm going to be eating crisps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do you actually think it's withdrawal? Because I, I know I've done so many different kinds of diets. And when you know you're deprived of something that you're not allowed it to have, be. you want it. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it very much could be. And it could be my body is so used to having those things. It is craving it, but mm. it's not like full-blown withdrawal. I'm not mm. having like moments where I'm literally like thinking about them all the time and stuff yeah like see that. with so, sugar you do have physical yeah. symptoms with it yeah. you get the headaches you can get um the, the real cravings yeah. you can get um like a hangover kind of feeling yeah, yeah no i don't hangry i never get hangry i've never been hangry in I'm my life room, room. I, I don't i don't have a hanger yeah. thing i, I do <laughs> ness do you think it might be so you get so much pleasure from it is it like a serotonin hit I would say it could be yeah, certain be. foods especially with women certain foods chocolate and chocolate. ice cream yeah. apparently um, replicate orgasm for women mm. yes apparently they so. release um, chemicals and hormones I'm glad I said that you know, Charlie, Charlie came in, in the room hi Charlie <laughs> Thank you, hey how you doing Charlie is recovering from chicken pox, everybody. Yes, he, he is. is. Yeah, you are. You're scratching. spotty dotty, aren't you? Yeah, don't scratch. No scratching. Are they itchy? Yeah. yeah. You're doing very well. Awesome, dude. Right, come on. Right. Bye. Thank you. Are you oh, going to the room now? It's good. Oh, I'm 
I've never ex- experienced withdrawal. Mm. Um, I've I've done gave up chocolate for Lent in the past. If I give up chocolate for Lent, I never succeed. Right, ever probably because of the serotonin in it is like, yeah. oh, so good. Um, I've given up. I've given up random sweets. I gave up biscuits for one year. Okay. No, so I don't even eat biscuits. So that's easy for no. me. Um, mm. But yeah, the, the crisps and the chocolates are crisps, the hardest one. Crisps there's, are hard there's to give an, up. another element of withdrawal as well, which we're, we're talking about as physically stopping something and mm. having a choice. Mm. Mm. Have you ever, you know, when you're grieving the end of a relationship, for example, you're having withdrawal from spending time with that person. Yes, yeah. you are. That's absolutely right. Yes. You know, an element of grief. Is withdrawal from someone that you're not going. Like, oh it my goes God, a lot I deeper. I don't have that because I'm always the one who dumps. I'm not the. I'm never yeah. the dumpy. I'm always the dumper. Yeah, but also, as Jenny was just saying there, it's not necessarily like breaking up relations. Someone passes on. Yes. yes, I had that with Adam when he passed on. I hadn't yeah. spoken to him for a year, but the thought that he wasn't there and I couldn't actually go and speak to him if I wanted to. Mm when you think about it when it comes to mind it really hits you yeah. you really can't and you look at the it. physicalness of it because you hear about um, people who've been married for forever mm-hmm. and one of them dies the other one will die very soon, soon after. afterwards yeah. and I think it's, it is a physical thing yes. of yeah. actually they, they cannot live without them so yeah. therefore and their body just shuts you know, down now you've yeah. mentioned that it's kind of one of those things because I still get very upset and very sad about my nan yeah, yeah. I see that you're getting upset yeah, now talking about it. I mean, she passed 12 years ago. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't stop it hurting. No, it, it doesn't. And, and there's a thing, it was as I was writing down doing some research for, for this, there's a, a thing called pause, which is post-acute withdrawal syndrome. And the physicality of grief kind of matches. Yeah. So, you know, you've got your impaired cognition, irritable, low mood, depression, anxiety. You know, it's all of those type of things. Yeah. Um, so it's not just about medicinal stuff. You, you get sugar withdrawals. You've got nicotine withdrawals, alcohol withdrawals. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's, yeah. There's so much. You think about if someone's trying to quit smoking. It's so hard. They're actively fighting against. Your body's yeah. craving it and wanting so, to. Yeah. So you, you basically it, can withdraw from stuff that you put into your body. Yeah. <clears throat> something that um, is <coughs> emotionally connected to you. Yeah. Mm. What and that's so sometimes it's obviously you stopping it. Yeah. Sometimes it's the doctors have stopped it because they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's happened, situational. It's it's out of your control, like a death. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's not always something that you can control. So we need to probably look at ways of coping. Maybe we should do another episode on coping mechanisms for so. certain idea. things of withdrawal. I, I, I certainly would like to add here as well because mm-hmm. I also have suffered with medical, you know, medication yes. withdrawal, mm-hmm. um, and that is mostly because I keep forgetting to take it. Oh uh, right, yes, uh huh. Um, and when you you said you mm-hmm. took take them at night because that's when you can remember. Yeah, because I'm rubbish at taking them. Yeah. Well, I've tried that. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting. I tried it in the morning. I keep forgetting. Right. So it's if anybody's got a really good way of reminding you to take them, the only thing I can do is put them on a coffee table, and they're there in front of me when I have my breakfast. You, Somebody told it's an object me object permanence sort of thing. If you can't see it, it doesn't exist. That's exactly it. Yeah. Somebody told me because I've had a real battle mm. with this, and so much for I actually even went to court about getting my personal independent payment, and the first time round they refused it because I couldn't remember to take my tablets, even though I'm a midwife. So how on earth does being a midwife affect anything? Affect yeah, absolutely. But and it was a doctor who was on the the uh, the panel who refused my pip because based on that, who should have bloody well known better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But so I had a lot of issues. And somebody said to me, "Why don't you plug it into your phone as a daily thing at a certain time of day?" As a reminder. They never work for no, me. No, It didn't work for me either, but it'll work for some people, I'm sure it will. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's different. Everybody's going to have what a different What do way. you do before you go to bed at night time? Do you brush your teeth before you go to bed? Do you go and have a... So I always, yes. My routine is... I have to have... I am a routine person. I have to have a routine. I always go and have a wee. Yeah. And obviously wash my hands. I wash my face. And I brush my teeth. Yeah. And then I put my bike guard in before I go to bed. Right. So somebody that does that yes. could potentially put their tablets with their toothbrush. The toothbrush. Yeah. toothbrush. That is a good way of uh, doing it. Yeah, because it's absolutely. part of your daily routine and you just add it into your routine. Yeah. yeah. See, I had another experience where um, a complete opposite withdrawal. Um, 
um, I always thought I had to take it with food. Of course, not the instructions is mm. to take it with food. I thought oh, so I had so I also had it with breakfast. When I was at work, I always remembered breakfast, take it. Right. Um, when I changed from 50 milligrams to 100 milligrams of sertraline, mm. um, they didn't quite tell me how they'd done it. So they'd given me two boxes. Oh, rather than one. I thought, what? what? But they didn't explain it to you. No, oh, not really. Well not really. done. Just kind of keep going in the bag. So I thought, oh, they've just given me rather two than give me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, two months. And I thought it was just a month's worth, fifteen fifty. So I thought I had to take two tablets. So for quite a while, I was taking two tablets. Holy and goodness. I did not cope. No. Um, I thought because I thought it wasn't because I had I had uh, hadn't had breakfast, so we'd gone to Shrewsbury, and I was like, oh, I'm feeling really weird. I'm feeling really bad. I'm feeling really okay. We'll go and have breakfast. You know. Mm-hmm. Then I figured out what was going on. <laughs> like so normally they'll yeah. write it on the box as to like what your dose is and how many times a day you should take it in. And obviously, if it's the same medication, you've got two different boxes. It doesn't mean you take it twice. It just yeah, yeah. No. But, you, but you don't well, I still always. It's 50 because it looked exactly the same. Yeah, and not yeah. everybody will understand that if they mm. read it on the box. If not they get two boxes from a chemist, they may well, like, yeah. like yeah. you, think, well, I've been given two lots, so maybe I should take yeah. two lots. Not if, one if from you're each suffering. box every day. Yeah, if you if you are suffering from a mental health yeah. issue, yeah, you don't you're think not necessarily, no, no, which is why yeah. having a good support group mm-hmm. and, and somebody with you yeah. to point you in the direction. Do we need to start sending you messages at random times? I mean, we can do that if you want that. Uh, we can hap- I will happily send you a message every day going to have you without getting too personal do you both go to bed at the same time <coughs> yes you do so maybe Luke can what your memory is like if you're able to remind her I mean I don't take my own tablets so, so rubbish then. so I'm messaging however if I see Ness's mm-hmm. tablets mm-hmm. or if I see a change in her personality yes I will say have you been taking your tablets recently? Have you had it today? Mm-hmm. And I will do it that way. So it's not an everyday, have you had your tablet today? It's if I've noticed a change over a couple of days. Okay. And that's possible. It's a case of you mm. are acting slightly differently, not in a bad way. Yeah. Mm. Um, but you're not quite yourself. Have you been taking them? I would suggest mm. you put them with your toothbrush of a night time. I think, <laughs> I I think I you, you might. Because I also yeah. think by you seeing her box of tablets, Lou, you may well be, be reminded to take your own yeah. then as well. Yeah. So put yours up there too. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry, I just had a moment of absolute... My, my brain just went ding! I, oh, have, had, I have had medical withdrawal myself. Have there you go! You? Um, well, it, it was... Uh, it start, I started taking the pill... Okay. Um, it started with a kiss. Is that, yeah, it's about 18 months ago I, I went on the yes. pill because after uh, my COVID vaccines, my periods got... Yeah, I'm not going too graphic. My periods got nasty. And they were I think you have reported that. Yeah. I I was doubled over in pain as to how oh, bad yeah. they had gotten. So I gone and spoken to a doctor, mm. and they suggested. And I'd, I'd always thought that I might have endometriosis. I've yeah. never been properly diagnosed because mm. trying to get a diagnosis for it is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all my all the symptoms are there for it, but you know, again, frightening thing. So, doctor suggested going on the pill. Okay. Um, because it will obviously lessen my periods yeah. and it might help sort of if I do have like a form of endometriosis apparently it could help like kickstart your menstrual cycle mm-hmm. thing and it's not as bad okay. so I thought well it's worth a shot you know what's wrong so I was on a pop a pop pill a with, pop pill a uh, progesterone only, only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. progesterone only pill once a day Oh, uh, yeah, they have to take those at the same time. I, I did. You, but that's the, that's the thing, though. I She's would take silly. it. I take it as soon as I got up from work. At that time, I was travelling uh, twenty miles to go to work on public transport, so yeah. I was getting yeah. up at like five o'clock in the morning. Oh, so the first oh, thing yeah. I do, my alarm would go off. Stop my alarm. Take my pill. Yeah. Fair enough. Not a problem. Yeah. Um, and it was like it, it stopped my periods. I won't yeah. lie. Ten months that having a period bliss was amazing. Yeah. Pregnancy and, isn't. <laughs> definite benefit of that uh-huh. <laughs> and then if you breastfeed afterwards double benefit uh-huh. um, <laughs> so and, and it was all fine and then after 10 months if I wanted to carry on with it I needed to go and see the doctor or mm. see the nurse and okay. just have a check up and make sure you know everything was okay and part of my brain kind of went I want to make sure 
and if I come off this, everything's okay. Because mm -hmm. one day I do want to have kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and what have you. And, and there was a little part of my brain that was like, if I go on this pill, is it, is it going to stop everything, yeah. everything for good? And I, I don't know why my brain did that. No, I think that's a normal it is, yeah. reaction. So, actually, so I came, I, rather than going to the nurse to like get my, my pill redone, I was like, right, okay, I'll just stop taking it. You know, I'd, I'd run out. Yeah. Stop taking it. Mm. And at first I, I was fine. Yeah. And it's only really been pointed out to me, um, whilst it has helped in regards to my periods, they are still heavy and they're still um, not the nicest. The pain has gone. Oh, I, do, I do not have the, the cramps. I'm not doubled, the doubled over that's in pain, good. which is yeah. great. However, my skin has gotten worse. Oh. Perfect okay. example right to this very oh, moment because okay. my skin is horrendous. Mm. So my skin has gotten worse. I have also, and I've always been a grumpy cow at certain times, but I have gotten <laughs> so much worse with my mood swings since I came off it, mm. especially around the time I'm, my period's about to start. Mm. And I get really quite short and really quite snappy with people, particularly mm. those that are closest to me. Mm. Uh, poor Dan, bless him, uh, has had to uh, reach the end of that a few times. I've been quite abrupt with him mm. and quite rude. I mean, New Year's Eve, bless him. I wasn't the nicest. <laughs> I was very uncomfortable was being with you then, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things that now I think about it, I'm like, is that just the hormones? Is that my body reacting to the hormones because it's had 10 yeah. months without the hormones? <laughs> it's, you know, is it reacting yeah. to the lack of it? So it's like, I, I don't really know which part that is. No. Whether the mood swings are just the hormones from, you know, my period, or whether it's the hormones or the... the um, imbalance because I'm not on the pill anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I won't lie, I'm thinking about going back on it again, if anything, just to stop the mood swings and the bad skin. Yeah, exactly. I, I think a lot of people don't <coughs> actually realise what hormones and, you know, the serotonin and the and the oxytonin and all, all the stuff mm -hmm. that goes on, certainly when you are depressed, how it can affect you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is pure imbalancing chemicals, not that you're putting it on. Mm -hmm. um, and, and because it's, a, as, as well as, as a menstrual cycle thing, it's hidden. Yeah. yeah. Um, people can easily say, oh, just you know man up oh yeah. we need to do a whole episode on what not to say to oh, somebody oh yes yes who has, I agree who has a mental illness because I can think of a few things I've heard recently that definitely should not be have been said yeah absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely but yeah certainly um when you've been taking medication and you come off of it and your body is just not used to the imbalance it's, it's been used to the, to the schedule is brilliant mm. for everybody mm -hmm. habits is good for everybody but when your body is there going oh what's you haven't yeah you've stopped well it's yeah it's a chemical thing isn't it it so is a chemical and all of a sudden yeah. that chemical is not because it's, it's an artificial chemical yes yeah and then, so so it's not even something that your your body naturally produces. So if you stop taking, your body doesn't automatically stop producing, producing it itself. It, yeah. No, it's got to have to adapt. It and yeah. just yeah. goes. Yeah. One yeah. of the other oh. symptoms that I had that I forgot to mention, and it's been horrific, is uh, depersonalization. Depersonalization. Explain so a bit more. So it's um, not feeling like you're really here. Oh, oh yes. Okay. yes yes so it's so so like your body's here but you're actually like disassociated disassociative yeah. yes I, yes i, I totally get that yeah. Mm. yeah 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 absolutely horrific i get the the um lip tingles mm. so i get the brain zaps <coughs> brain I zaps never, yeah i never really understood what they really meant by brain zaps until i had them and it is literally your brain feels like it's got bees in it or something yeah buzz buzz and it's yeah. oh and, and then the lip tingling is just so off when you're trying to go about your daily life and you, your lips are just mm -hmm. feeling as if they've got an electric shock going through them oh, and you've all seen you've all seen me with my muscle twitches in my mouth yes. oh yeah yes. when you're have yeah. you seen it jenny i don't I've think never you have been the, okay yeah. so this muscle here so i'm, I'm trying i'm describing to um, listeners that just below my nose uh, in between my nose and the outside of my mouth where then you get a line obviously yeah. there's like a crease smile, and yeah. as you get older yeah. the crease gets bigger mm -hmm. oh joy <laughs> and it, the muscle that that is down there on one side only will go into spasm she'll do yeah. a cracking elvis impersonation it, oh yeah <laughs> so it will either twinge it'll go tweak 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 and you, you just see like this like, like elvis going <clears throat> up and down, yeah. up and down or it'll just seize into one in one spot freeze, and just yeah. freeze there and it's horrible and i can't do anything about it other than try and roll my tongue 
along the inside of my mouth and... to try and push it, straighten yeah. it out and yeah, stuff, which does tend to help it a little bit, yeah. yeah. Have you had much experience with... I uh, have, yeah. yeah. Kind of in, in a couple of forms of it. Um, okay. Medical-wise, I was on sertraline for a while, um, like probably a couple of years, to be honest. I'm going to interrupt for one second only. Have we all been on sertraline? Yes. Other than yeah. Lindsay. Other than you, not, yeah. right, not okay, me. sorry, Lindsay. Not me. No, no, don't apologise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I do. You're obviously not as clever as us. <laughs> We're a lot more special. She's than just you undiagnosed. Are. <laughs> That's <what laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah. So carry on. Sorry, Lou. No, Sorry, it's Lou. fine. So I I was put on sertraline um, because of of <clears throat> stuff that was going on in personal life. Mm-hmm. It was having a big knock on effect, yeah. um, and it was it was making me feel all sorts of different ways and making me anxious and everything yeah. around it basically um so yeah i was put on it um and i it made me feel better for a while it made me able to cope with stuff and go about my daily life for a while um but i started having really bad side effects from uh, it basically yeah. mm-hmm. iatrogenic um, is the word for that unfortunately it was it was really really bad mm. really really naff and i didn't realize for a long time that it was that, that was causing it right. i thought because a couple of years prior to that i was diagnosed with underactive thyroid so i was okay. i was i still am mm-hmm. will be for life levothyroxine mm-hmm. um and it constantly fluctuates and like constantly going for blood tests and stuff to check because it is just one of those that won't settle down no, and that's it's right. just they have up to and keep, down and they up have to keep testing yeah. the ATA level for it yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah um <clears throat> so i thought it was just <clears throat> that being really out of whack again mm. so it's like right i'm probably due a blood test or book in that didn't really fluctuate a lot it was only by 25 milligrams at that point which for me was different because it's always been between 100 and 200 that i've been on yeah okay. so it's always been upped by pretty much 50 at a time or down by 50 at a time okay so it's a standard yeah yeah, is, yeah. Okay. um so the 25 was a case of that wouldn't be affecting me in this particular way because i know what that feels like at this point yeah and uh, um, <clears throat> so i'm like okay it's got to be something else i then started reading all of the pamphlet because i'm a bugger for not reading side effects <laughs> because they list everything it's like yeah. could cause this could cause that and it's like, if you read it you'd be terrified of taking anything yeah right. Right. if you read the side effects paracetamol you'd never take paracetamol seriously yeah. right yeah so i i sat down and i read it and i was like oh okay this makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. and i this is stupid and i do not advise it i genuinely don't I didn't consult my doctor. I just stopped taking it. Ah, because mm. I was like, if it's making me feel this shitty, mm. yeah, why take any it? withdrawal or anything cannot feel this shitty that this yeah. is making me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So I did it. I went through probably, probably between a week to two weeks, in all fairness, yeah. of feeling really, really naff. I can believe that. Yeah. Um but ultimately I then and again this is stupid because obviously I was prescribed it for a goddamn mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just completely cold turkey and didn't go on anything else. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, again, not advisable. <laughs> like most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> hey. but, yeah, okay. She right. said most. most. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, got you back. I got you back. It's okay. Thank you, Jenny. It's Thank you. Slytherins. Slytherins stick together, dude. Um, but yeah, no, so I, I had pretty much everything you could you could think of i was constantly nauseous and mm. um, i had literally no appetite because i was scared i was going to throw up the second mm. i ate something yes. yep. um it was Shut headaches up. it was really bad cramps uh-huh. it was sweating it was constantly being on edge it was the palpitations yeah. it was yeah, yeah yeah it was not great yeah. i'm not gonna lie um but there we go um, the thyroxine, which I've, uh, I've mentioned that I'm not great at taking, which is stupid because it it has very similar effects on the body. And I don't know if anyone, I don't think any of you are on it. No. Oh, so, okay, no, no. fair enough. Um, so it, it's the underactive side of things. Um, it basically 
you're attacking your own immune system constantly. Yes. Yeah. So taking these makes your immune system better because mm-hmm. it puts everything in balance a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I don't take it as I should, it's not that I don't take it at all, it's not, you know, it's a, it's bit a erratic. case of, yes, yeah, yeah okay. you know, <coughs> Excuse me. perfect word for it. Um, That's unusual for me. My, <laughs> well, means my immune system is not up to par, it's just yeah. not. Mm. Um, so I am more susceptible to stuff. Mm. Um, and honestly, it took one of my friends during COVID, Annika, um, pointing out that, you are technically high risk because your immune system yeah. is not up to scratch. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. And exactly. I kind of, I'd never thought of myself mm. as, as that sort of stuff before. Yeah. I'm just mm. like, I'll just crack on as normal, I'll yeah. do whatever. But it took a point in that out to me, for me to actually kind of take a step back and think, shit, yeah, no, actually, yeah. that's right, isn't it? Mm. Actually, another point of fact, if you were to give your dog's kennel cough, yeah. it will affect you because it, it can affect anyone that has um, an autoimmune <gasps> issue. Oh, really? Because it's a live virus. Oh Kennel my cough. gosh! So yeah, you can actually present with symptoms yourself. Oh be my poorly. gosh! Yeah. Now you know. So it's so wow. That yeah. actually makes sense mm-hmm. because I didn't know this until this year. Every time the like the dog starts sneezing, I always have a cold and shit yeah, around amazing. that same time. Amazing. Oh totally. A really bad one too. Well, yeah, well, there you go. But yeah, no, so so obviously there's there's that side of things. Again, it's it's low mood because it really affects that side of things as yeah, well, yeah, the mental health yeah. side of things. Um so yeah, I'm I'm a stupid fucker for not taking them as I should, to be honest. Hey, I, I think we can that. all be we all, all um, class ourselves as guilty of that at some stage. Yeah. But um but no, obviously that we mentioned about like people and relationships yeah. and that yeah. side of things <laughs> and obviously loss. Mm. Um same as yourself, Lindsay. Um it's honestly, partially it was my granddad Mick okay, who yeah. I lost when I was six. Well, not even six. So I was five. I was almost turning six. He died in the millennium, and I was born yeah. in '94. Mm-hmm. Um, so he died in the January. My birthday was the March. So I would have almost been six. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that was a massive impact on my life yeah. because he was a massive figure. Really? Growing is the noise. Up. We're we're hearing banging, and we don't know what's <laughs> going on. Um, you know, it, growing up, he was a huge, huge figure. Yeah in my life you know yeah. I mentioned on uh, I think the last podcast we spent a period of time living with my nan yes. and my granddad um, whilst my parents were doing the house at High Club. Yeah. so for that year I was seeing him constantly you know it was brilliant mm. that was like um, me and my nan I lived with my nan for six months yeah, yeah. you know and it, it was really really hard to yeah to kind of yeah. deal with that I um, imagine you know and it, it, I think for me it was because I I got the concept, I got that he'd passed away, I got that I was never going to see him again, I understood that, but I wasn't allowed to go to his funeral because my parents said I was too young. So even though they didn't have to explain that I wasn't going to see him, etc., I could know that for myself. Um, it was it was very much a case of that closure almost I didn't get that yes. yeah um, I, I mean, can I can yeah, relate that, to that kind yeah. of you know yeah my my uh, so. grandparents died when I was away at uni and they didn't tell me yeah because oh. they thought that it would interrupt with my studies exams yeah. and yeah you need that closure you, you do, do yeah. you do need the closure I mean my, my I lived with my nan and granddad for six months well technically I lived with them for a year yeah. uh, six months exclusively and then another six months where I was coming and spending weekends with my parents because yeah. if I'd stayed with my parents I would have gone to three different schools in my first year of my GCSE so ending up in this area anyway so it just yeah. it just made sense and mm. um, nana and granddad were great they were absolutely brilliant they gave me a sense of independence but they were also very caring and very loving and I got very very close since they were second parents to me yeah so when Nan got sick and she passed away within five months of being diagnosed with lung cancer um <clears throat> I was 17 yeah. I'd never lost anybody in my family no. mm. and that hit me so hard but it that would. 20 yeah, it uh I said 12 I said 12 earlier it's not 12 it's 22 years ago wow. she passed away 
and it's still yeah still hits me it does i mean obviously yeah, I, i've since lost both my granddads and i love and i miss them massively yeah. as well um i've lost friends and what have you but there's just i don't know i think yeah. it's because it's the first one and because i was ridiculously close to it yeah yeah the whole <sighs> never goes away no it's filled up strength it doesn't around. it doesn't and i mean like obviously on the on the granddad point of view you know massive part of the life not having the closure etc it hit the stage where mm. i couldn't go to my nan's house Oh, when we moved to Hyarkle, I couldn't go to my nan's house. I couldn't see my nan because it would trigger me missing my granddad so much. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Oh, um, darling. Also, very, very quickly, because I know we're probably pressed for time at this point. Well, we're running twice um, over what we should have done. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, well, okay. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but, yeah, no, I, um, like, I think it was Jenny mentioned relationship side mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Um, not the relationship itself. Because I mean, obviously there was there was stuff to withdraw from in that relationship, but that's a healthy withdrawal, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Whilst and I was in, withdrawals, I'm sure. Yeah. Whilst I was in that relationship, I know this might sound really stupid, but it was like I withdrew from life, or at least mm-hmm. the life I'd known, um, because it was quite. It was one where if I went out with friends it almost wasn't worth going out with friends because I would come home to an absolute kind of onslaught of, oh, well, I've been here on my own, you've been out doing this, you've been out enjoying yourself, blah, 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 blah. Um, It would then get to a questioning side of things. It would be, who are you going out with? Because she didn't trust me. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't trust me. And I'm like, are you kidding? Okay, you clearly don't know me very well. You know, mm-hmm. and many things, but I am not gonna cheat on someone because goddamn, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So it was a case of I withdrew from the life that I had. I withdrew from my friends. I, I remember. Withdrew from mm-hmm. my family. We didn't see you for ages. We really missed you mm-hmm. so much so that I I've only really recently reconnected with some friends from college. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the guys that were at Ness's party that I know you guys went to some of you listening were probably present at as well hey um, dudes yeah you know so <laughs> I thought I just people. said that sorry <laughs> <laughs> good, dude dude, um, <laughs> dude. but you know so some of those because I'm so cool that's what it is <laughs> so some of those people I haven't spoken to in years yeah wow literally mm. years we did miss you yeah. we did we did miss I you I missed you guys yeah. I didn't know how to get out of it I wasn't strong enough to get myself out of that situation and it is kind um, of that one thing where you have to do it yeah, yourself really absolutely mm. um, but no it's, like, it's only recently that I reconnected with them guys obviously yeah. introduced absolutely to them, and it's there. it's amazing oh. you know it really is but no I, it is you can withdraw from so much without yeah. realising it is withdrawal yeah 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 absolutely um but yeah it's yeah mm. that's there a we nice go. different take on withdrawal yes it is actually that's, that's a nice way to end the episode yes, guys yes, um, sure. because we are an hour and it was going to be half an hour Whoops, sorry. <laughs> it wasn't you it was, I'm just as guilty I mean as we any. did have a breakdown fit halfway <laughs> well that's <laughs> true we did that was quite funny that was funny it's your fault um, <laughs> I've got a wiki page on how to do it <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't realise that that was what broke everybody <laughs> Next episode, I teach you all how to gleek. They're doing it again, Jenny. Jenny, do you have a quote for us? I cannot find any type of quote that coincides with withdrawal. Okay. Um, Mm. A lot of it is to do with addiction. Yeah. um, Mm. And substance. Um, abuse and, and, and addiction to substances. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Because that's, that's a big topic. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of stuff about that. Okay, well, we'll go without a quote this week. Ooh, I think how, how Lou paraphrased it was probably. Lou actually did actually. That was yeah. Lovely, did actually, yes. Thanks, guys. I didn't so. mean to. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the best things are accidents. Yeah. Look at my kids. <laughs>
it guys for this week if you have any comments or questions <laughs> or tellings off yeah. <laughs> um, please comment at chatting underscore bear at outlook.com or you can find us on the social media outlets um, Facebook is one that we usually use a lot to put um, comments and quotes and additions on that we still haven't added for the diabetes we need to do that oh my god we're so naughty yeah because Sue sent us loads of stuff didn't she, she did I need to add them on there I just forget when I get home um, so thank you for listening take care of yourselves and we will catch you later Bye.